This is CarPro USA, where Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, gives you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry's been in the auto industry for over 35 years and was a two-time winner of USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award. He'll always tell you the truth. Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick. He's a Radio Hall of Famer whose advice on cars really can't be trusted. Sorry, but the man owned a Fiat in the 70s. Here they are now on CarPro USA. And thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA. What we do here is we give you auto advice for free. And I share with you my 35 years in the auto industry as a dealership owner of multiple dealerships. I was the Ford National Dealer Council chairman for two terms, and I was the first one to ever get that back-to-back as leading the Ford dealers across America. Spent a lot of time in Detroit. So I have a good have a good feeling of not only what goes on with auto manufacturers, but what goes on inside car dealerships. I can tell you all that with my eyes closed. And so with that, here we are. It's the end of the month. It's the end of what is typically viewed by car dealers as the most difficult month of the year. February can bring you a lot of weather problems like it did in Texas uh, last week. It can also, it's a short month. Uh, typically the incentives, although this year they've been much better than we expected, but typically the incentives aren't that great. And just to put it in perspective, I met with my managers, my, my staff every Saturday morning. And about the time we got through with the end of the year, big sales and January rolled around, I would always write on my whiteboard in huge letters, get me to March. Just get me to March. I just wanted to get through January and then get through what's typically a horrible February. And then March 1st comes around. All of a sudden, my attitude is all fantastic. Spring market, big incentives. It's truck month in Texas for a lot of the brands. And I was a happy guy just to get to March. Well, our dealers right now, especially Texas dealers, because of the weather that we've had, they lost about 10 days of production. And now they're out of time, and they've got to move some cars. The incentives run through Monday night, and we'll see what goes on with them then. But if you can pull the trigger this weekend on a new set of wheels, I'll tell you it's a buyer's market, and I mean that with all my heart. My trusty sidekick. Yes. Mr. Uh, Announcer was kind of making fun of you there. Well, it could have been worse. He said I owned a Fiat in the 70s. You owned two. Two in the 70s. You <laughs> I'm know. glad he didn't know that. Fool me once, you know, <laughs> fool me twice. But, okay, I want you to place yourself back in the business. It's today. You lost an entire week of sales in February, the slowest month of the year. What are you telling your salespeople this morning before the doors open? You, you, I tell them real simple. Nobody leaves here without buying a car because I'm not thinking profit today. I'm thinking just, hey, we've got to make some numbers. And car dealers live and die by numbers. And you don't live and die by February, this February versus last month. You're, You're up against February of 2020. And if you go backwards, it's devastating. No dealer wants to go backwards. And last February, if you remember... It was toward the end of the month we learned a new word. Coronavirus. Correct. 
They were just beginning to. There was something coming out in the news, but but it didn't. It hadn't had any effect on the business yet. No. So when they look at this February versus a year ago, uh, in February, all they're trying to do is sell more cars this February than they did last February. And it, I mean, it it will drag you down if you have a month where you didn't do as well. That's why you think numbers, you think volume today. If you're a dealer, if you're a California dealer, you think volume today and tomorrow. Um, it, it, and it's little things like, okay, we're $500 apart on this deal and the, and the, and the customer's fixing to leave. I remember you telling this story. Salesman comes to you and you say, what's the problem? And he goes, $500 apart. Yeah. And you ask, does he have a trade? Correct. And he said, yeah. And without even asking about the trade, you said, give him $500 more for it. Right. Yeah, we'll worry about it later. Yeah. We, we got, because we didn't. You can put that on a used car lot and worry about it later. We didn't take our cars to the auctions for 90 days. So we got 90 days to worry about that. Let's just, let's make sure he rolls out of here in a brand new Ford. That was my thing. And I would set up there on the last weekend of the month, and I, I'd just I'd sit back quietly. I had a chair behind where the sales managers were, where when the salesperson came in to talk to them, and I'd just listen, you know. And when I when I heard those magic words, they're fixing to leave. That's when I sprung up. Wait, hold on. There's got to be something we can do. Have they bought a car from us before? Do they have a trade-in? Do they use our service department? Have they ever been in the body shop? Are they financing with us? And I just put that deal together right there on the spot. I mean, just say, hey, tell them they got a deal. That's what's going on inside car dealerships all day today. And if it's in California or Cleveland, it's tomorrow also. And then the incentives end Monday night. Hank in Houston, welcome. Hey, Jerry. Hi, buddy. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. What can I help you with? Yeah, hey, listen, I'm an 85-year-old, almost, getting close to it. And, um, hey, I'm still playing golf and getting ready to go dancing with the ladies, it looks like. Good uh, for you. That's opened up. Good for you. (laughs) I'm driving a 2017 Hyundai Sonata Sport. It's low mileage, about 17,000 miles on it. Um and I'm looking at possibly moving up to a uh, SUV, a smaller SUV. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm looking at a used one. I don't want to get involved in another lease, uh, long term, or, or note. You know, yeah. I'm getting older here. I don't want to get tied up with all that. So I can pay cash for the trade in. I'm kind of looking at a Infinity QX30, a 2019 model. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got 10,000 miles on it, and um, it's with an Infinity dealer, um, but not a, a CarPro dealer. And I'm just, it's real close to me. I, I need to start driving some of these SUVs before I figure out which one I want to buy. Yeah. What do you think of the Infinity? I like it. I like it a lot. Um, they're really good now. There was a time back when Nissan had. CVT transmission issues, that was back four or five years ago. That's all changed now. They drive great. Uh, I would also add to that list a Lexus NX, which is a great SUV, really a nice size. Not too big, not too small. 
uh, but a really, really good, solid SUV. And I don't have to tell anybody probably about Lexus quality. So if you could find one of those at, at uh, Lexus of Clear Lake and do yourself a favor before you, if you decide to go with the QX30, Hank, before you pull the trigger, talk to my friends at Sewell. They are really, they're just so good. And they're at my website under certified dealers. Either one of those that serve you well, my friend, and you stay safe, okay? Find the car, truck, or SUV that really fits how you drive. Call the Car Pro at 1 800 926 7777. This is CarPro USA, and in our newsletter this week, Jerry had the news that the annual J.D. Power Dependability Study had come out this past week, and for the ninth time in 10 years, Lexus was number one. Porsche, which has been in the top five almost every year. From, well, I can what did I talk about last week sitting right here? About how Porsche dealers' biggest problem is they'd never get any warranty work. Yeah. And shocker, because... There you go. Yeah. They were number two. Thank you for verifying. And number three, ahead of Toyota, was... Kia. And Boy, you gotta you realize, were... this is before the Telluride came out, too. Yeah, these, well, this the, is the last three years. These Well, all the vehicles in this survey were three years old. Yeah. And that's a pretty good barometer of, you know, how, how happy people are with their vehicle. And the way they do it is reported problems per 100 problems. So if you take a really top-notch maker like Lexus and you look at, a, at the survey of, of people who own three years, have had it for three years, uh, they were at 81 problems per 100. So it could have been that one vehicle had a couple of problems, and then a whole bunch of them had zero problems. And then you look at the industry average. Kia was at 97, by the way, just ahead of Toyota. Industry average is 121 vehicles per thousand, for, per hundred. So you can you can theorize there that just about everybody had an issue with a car under that list, and some had multiple ones, including Mercedes-Benz owners. And but then, only about a little, a hair over one problem per vehicle in three years. Correct. That's pretty good. That, that is pretty good. The dead bottom of the list, Land Rover with 244 problems, and I've got a 2019 with 20,000 miles that ain't never been in the shop. Well, it's because it only has 20,000 miles. Well, but still something. Still something. Sh- you'd think something would go wrong. You've told me stories in the past. About, you know, things that your wife goes, uh, honey. Yeah, little bitty things. Little things, yeah. Chrome, chrome coming off door handles. That's been the biggest issue I've ever had. Michael is Houston. Michael, appreciate the call. What can I help you with? Hey, Jerry, how are you today? I'm good, brother. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to call and tell you that uh, we had emailed in the past about some vehicles, and I ended up going to Sewell Infinity and buying my wife a QX80. And Elizabeth and Brian and Matt, those guys down there, did an outstanding job. It's a different experience at a Sewell store, you know. And and for those people who are in Houston, you don't have the history with the 
Sewell stores that I have up here in Dallas because they've been in Dallas for over 100 years. Um, Carl Sewell's father started it, and then he took it to a whole nother level, wrote the book. Um, what's the name of Carl's book? Uh, Customers for Life. Customers for Life, thank you. Been reprinted 12 or 13 times. They just do it different. And, you know, the other thing you're going to find, sometimes you'll have a great experience buying a car and then have a lousy service experience. You ain't going to find that at a Sewell store, I'll tell you that. How does she like the well, QX80? I, um, you know, we she's been a long-time BMW person, uh, so there's been some, some changes there. But outside of that, loves it. Yeah, it's it's a softer suspension than a BMW for sure. Uh, so if she well, likes there's, her, there's, there's some. She likes the ride. There, you know, there's just a couple of different things like where automatic Apple CarPlay was automatic in the BMW. Here, you have to have it. You have to have your phone connected. Uh, you know, and just some minor adjustments, no heads-up displays, stuff like that. But outside yeah. of that, absolutely loves the vehicle, and I, you know, I can't see us doing anything else. Well, they certainly certainly roomy. And that's the thing. We're just a family of three, but quickly outgrew the X5 and an X7. Didn't just make sense. Didn't make sense for us. So we had to go a different direction. Boy, you know, as uh, much as I love the X7 when I reviewed it, that price made me whistle. It was over 100. And I looked at that and I went, (laughs) man, that is getting up there. And uh, it, it, it doesn't take much. It don't. That's that's the whole problem. Is is, and I've said this about luxury cars for a while now. Um, you know they they suck you in with the low base price, but then when you get it equipped the way you want it, and hey, it's no different than with this Genesis GV80 I'm driving this week. It's got a sixty-five-seven window sticker, and it's got everything you can put on one. But the base price, when you look at HyundaiUSA.com, it says $48,990. And I'm at $65,700. And there are other things that you could put on this. You could go to a seven-passenger and run the price up even more. Nicely equipped, but it, that's just something you got to be careful of these days. I appreciate you telling me, Michael. Thanks for using our dealers. That's what keeps our show on the air. And thanks for following the process. Take the guesswork out of your next car lease or purchase. Call the Car Pro at 1 800 926 7777. And we got a bill in Tyler, Texas. William, what can I do for you? Uh, good morning. Yeah, I wanted to pick your brain on the. Uh... We're looking at a, getting a hybrid, and we've looking we've narrowed it down to the, either the Toyota Prius, the Insight, or maybe the Honda Accord. And by the way, you mentioned earlier you were driving that test vehicle in the snow here. Uh, I got to drive my Ridgeline in it here too, and it's all-wheel drive, and it handled beautifully. Yeah, boy, it makes big difference, and especially when you, you know, when you get when, and in Texas we get more ice than we get snow this time luckily we had ice with snow on top and that really helped i mean that really helped bill let me just tell you that there is no better hybrid system than the uh, toyota system And, and and honda hasn't been as great a car as they built and as good a car as they built for many years they've never quite got the hybrid system right now 
With that said, this new system that they're using that's been out a couple of years may be fine. I can't give you 20 years of history on it like I can with a Toyota. Now, if you're looking at if you're looking at the Prius and you're looking at the Accord, I would tell you you might consider the Camry Hybrid because it is phenomenal. Um, and, and it's about the size of the Accord. So if you don't want to go all the way down to the Prius, then look at the look at the Camry Hybrid too. Um okay. and, and see which one you like the best. It's it just it's it comes down to this. How much room do you need? Because the the Camry has got a really nice back seat and it's got a very, very nice trunk. And you're not gonna get that with the Prius, even with the Prime. It's bigger than most Prius, but you know, there's only probably three or four miles to the gallon difference between the Prius and the Camry. The ride of the Camry to me is much improved over the Prius. Uh, but but you're a smart man to look at hybrids right now. Gas prices are moving up. Had an article from AAA in this week's newsletter about how very soon, maybe by next week, gas prices will be higher than they were at any time in 2020. Once that happens, then hybrid prices go up. So do something now. Get on my website at carprousa.com. Call Freeman Toyota. They'll bring you the car and the paperwork to your house, even in Tyler. Getting the wrong vehicle is like marrying the wrong person. Meet the right car now at 1-800-926-7777. This hour of the nationally syndicated CarPro USA radio show is brought to you by Progressive, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. Go to Progressive.com. Tell Flo I sent you. Check her out. See what she can do for you. Maybe she can save you some money. So, put me in the driver's seat of the GV80 you've been driving this week. I want to change the radio station. I want to go to a different radio station and adjust the volume. What do I have to do? You do it from do it from the steering wheel if you wish. You can go to your next preset from the steering wheel mm-hmm. and change the volume from the left side of the steering wheel. You can turn a rotary dial on the center console if you want the volume for well for the volume. But there's a big rotary dial that changes, you know, kind of like a mouse, but it's round. It's very pretty, actually. Uh, everything inside this car is kind of diamond shaped and everything you touch everything you see and just beautiful and or third option you can reach up and touch the screen and it'll do that for you it's a touch screen it's a touch screen is or it big oh yeah it's 14 inches oh my and it's mostly width so that's like an ipad the only yeah except it would be turned on its side right and not as thick but you can swipe across. Um, there are some cool features when you get there. If you want to hit the sounds of nature button. Why would I want to do that and what would it do? Well, maybe you're all stressed out <laughs> from working hard. This is a big, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're all stressed out. You can... Choose from one of five sounds that will override the radio completely and fill your car up with calm seas. 
or maybe soothing sounds in the woods, in the forest, right? Well, there's Birds. a crackling fire. Yeah. So if you're really cool, cold, <laughs> you know, you can you can hear the, the crackling of wood in a fireplace. These are all recorded uh, in, in real life. I mean, and they're cool. Then, so you get tired of that. And you go over, and you got people in the back seat, or if it's in a three-row SUV, people in the far back seat. Uh, for uh, you hit uh, you hit talk, and there's a microphone in the front of the vehicle, right in front of the driver, and it amplifies your voice through the stereo system into the back seat. So you can talk in a normal voice and talk to the people in the third-row seat without ever turning your head around. And the best part is they can't talk back. Especially if they're kids. Especially if they're kids. And then there's a quiet mode button up there um, that you can hit, and it will kill the rear speakers altogether. So if, if kids are trying to sleep, you can cut this. It's just neat things like that. Two problems with that system. One is... If you want to try to use the touchscreen part of it, the screen is is pretty far away from you. I think you'd end up using the rotary dialer in the in the center console or the steering wheel controls to keep from having to lean. Yeah, it, it, I mean, unless you got really long arms, you you really got to lean forward. And then the other problem is when you're listening to the sounds of nature in the calm seas mode. And you got to use the bathroom. <laughs> you're in trouble. Let's talk to Jeff in San Leon, California. Hello, Jeff. What could I help you with? Well, first of all, it was San Leon, Texas. Okay. Oh, I'm not a California guy, but that's cool. So, uh, I question number one: since you've been talking about that GV80, that's my preferred choice of new cars for my wife and she argues with me about it weekly because we're at the borderline of getting rid of a mercedes e400 convertible lease program so i argue with her about the gba give me some pluses on it uh so you can tell me that you've been driving a little while is it what's the ride like fantastic and this has got uh this has got all-wheel drive it's got four drive modes when you're in comfort mode it rides like a Lincoln or a Lexus. Uh, it's whisper quiet inside. It, it It's easy to get in and out of. It is full of soft touch premium materials inside. Because typically when you get into luxury SUVs, you run into, sometimes you run into some hard plastic surfaces like where your arm goes when you're driving uh, or up on the dash or maybe on the door panels. Uh, you're not going to find any of that in this. It's got kind of a two-tone uh, leather setup inside on the door panels. Um, everywhere you look, something is pleasing. Uh, I love the the transmissions. It's got a rotary dial, too. When you crank it up, you, you turn the dial to the left for reverse. You turn it to the right for drive. It's got shift paddles. There's a park button right in the middle of the, the shifter. When you get where you're going, you can hit that. Or you can just turn the car off at the power button where you start it, and it'll automatically put you in park. That's a nice feature. It, it cuts out a step in, in turning your car off. The welcome music and the 
exit music that you get every time you start the car or turn it off makes me smile. And that's the truth. And perhaps the most unique feature, albeit not all that useful, is when you hit the remote start on the fob. If you're in a tight parking place, you can pull it forward or back it up from your key fob. And and, and you can you can pull it up as far as you want to. I mean, if you want to go, you know, 30, 40 feet, it'll do it. And, and, and again, that's not something I think you'd use a lot. But when you do need it, how nice is that? And, and, and here's the best part. When you look at the price versus everything else out there on the market, 65 grand for this SUV is a bargain. At Window Sticker, it's a bargain. I've said that two other times in the last few years. One with the Hyundai Palisade, once with the Kia Telluride, and now the GV80. I'll put it in that same category. If you pay sticker for it, you got a great deal. Man, I appreciate hearing that because that's my car of choice. My wife of 40 years coming up in April. I, I, I'm going to get divorced over this before it's all over. Okay, that's number one. <laughs> not, not, not if you put her behind the wheel and have her take a test drive. I, I'm getting her close. I'm Watch. Getting her closer. That little, I'm telling you. I made you. a mistake of Mercedes E400 convertible just because it was a wild hair deal. So, ah, let's try this. She put zero. She put. I bought ten thousand miles a year, and she put thirteen thousand miles in three years. So <laughs> I'm, I'm a crazy that right now. And I don't want to lease another Mercedes. I know. So give me the rundown of residual value. Uh, is that a game they play when you when you lease it? Uh, at the end of the deal, it's going to be worth this much residual value. Does that mean to suck you into the new Mercedes? No, no, it, it's not like that. But remember, they're setting values three years in advance. Nobody knows what the market's going to be like. It's an educated guess. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But that's why you can always walk away from it. If you don't do anything else, Jeff, go to carprousa.com. Find my uh, end of lease options on that page. It's an article I've written. I walk you through exactly what to do at the end of a lease. Follow that process. I promise you, promise you, you'll feel a lot better about that lease when you know exactly where you stand. With that, we got to run. Thank you, buddy. If you don't know a turbo from a turbine, call CarPro USA now at 1 800 926 7777. This is CarPro USA, and you hear us talk about the newsletter a lot. If you're curious at all, it comes out once a week. It has no ads, no pop-ups. It's just an extension of the show where Jerry can go into more detail about stuff that we have to kind of hit the headline version of here on the radio show. Yeah, that's about time. So, you know, if if you'd like to check it out, just go to our website, carprousa.com. You'll see subscribe to the newsletter all over the website. Just put your name in there and... You'll get this week's newsletter later on today or tomorrow morning at latest. Yeah, and you can uh, watch Kevin's loser video. Hey, it's pretty good. <laughs> Paul in Seguin, Texas. Paul, welcome. Thanks for, for calling. Paul, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, buddy. What can I help you with? Well, I uh, had an F-350, and I got totaled. It had a 7.3 in it. A diesel? Yeah. 
And um, I'm looking at the new, the new. Uh, I'm looking at a 250 right now with a 6.7. I'm wondering if it's if it's reliable. It has been every bit as reliable so far as the 7.3, which at that time was the best diesel engine ever made. And the the 6.7 came out in 2011, and it was the first time Ford ever built their own diesel. Instead of letting International Harvester do it, they did it themselves, and they did it right. Not only is it as reliable as the 7.3, it's much more fuel efficient. It's got a lot more horsepower and a lot more torque. Um, these things are hosses, and and what I love about them, and what what are you pulling, Paul? Well, I pull uh, classic cars on a trailer usually. Okay, um, is that the most you 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 actually pull? Yeah. Gosh, that those I mean that whole rig's not going to be over ten thousand pounds, is it? No, I don't think so. Well. I mean, a lot's changed in trucks in the last five years. F-150 will do that job if you don't want to go all the way to a 250. Now, if you like the diesel and you want to try to get three, 400,000 miles out of it, the F-250 is awesome. But today, uh, a 3.5-liter V6 EcoBoost F-150 with a 373 will tow 12,500 pounds. Mm. And you get a much nicer ride. And about... I'm going to say 20 grand up front, less cost. And I'm not trying to talk you into a half ton. Just some people, if they haven't traded trucks in a while, they don't realize how much these half tons are towing these days. And and it's the same numbers with the Chevy half ton and the Ram half ton, for that matter. They're all in that 12,000 to 125 range. Now, you got you got to equip them right. You got to get the right rear end and the right engine, but they'll all do it. Well, I was hoping if I got if I did get an F one fifty that I got a some kind of a diesel. I do like the diesels. The diesel I had didn't give me any trouble. No, they're and they're that that's what they're that's what they're great for is longevity. Diesels just last longer. And I did I did review the F one fifty diesel. I've had the Chevy Silverado half ton diesel, and I've had the Ram Eco diesel two or three times. Uh, but they don't have the towing power. They're they're more for fuel economy than they are for towing. So if you go diesel, I'd go to the 250. If you decide you don't want to go to a diesel, then I would, I would tell you to 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 look at a half ton with the 3.5. 3.5 V8 EcoBoost. It's a 3.5 six cylinder EcoBoost. Oh. With 385 horses, and a whole bunch of torque, and it's been. That engine's actually older than the six uh, than the six seven diesel. It's been around longer, and it has been fantastic. I see. That's something to look at. Something to think about. Yeah, something to think about. And I've got I got good dealers in Dallas. I got good dealers in Austin that'll help you. They 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 really take good care of my listeners, so I can help you with the price and and make sure you get treated right and all that too. Start at CarProUSA.com under Certified Dealers, pal. Buying and leasing are two very different things. Call the car pro and find out which is right for you. 1-800-926-7777. Here at CarPro USA from Oscar and Eloisa in Houston, longtime listeners... 
comes a five-star review for Jeff Haas Mazda in their new facility on Katy Freeway in Houston. Yeah, nice place. They were very impressed with the new high-tech facility and even more impressed by the way that CarPro sales manager Candace May took care of them when they used the CarPro VIP system for the first time to buy a new Mazda 3. She's the sweetest thing. Well, they said that they uh, were treated like she she treated them like they were part of the family. They were in and out in no time. They loved the deal, loved the Mazda, and gave some love to Candace in the form of another new five-star review for her. Yeah, she's adorable. Yeah. And I don't know where Lexus of Sacramento ranks on the list of top national Lexus dealers. They're up there. But if our listeners' experiences with Christian Simon are any indication, they've got to be up there. Every week, it seems like he gets at least a few new five-star reviews. This week, one of them came from a man named Paul that said the whole process was smooth, efficient, relaxed, just like he expected. After hearing you talk about the VIP priority process, he experienced it for himself at Lexus of Sacramento. Loves his Lexus and kind of has a little familiarity and affection for Christian Simon, too. Well, he's a great guy. And again, another one of those, this is where I recommend the person because Christian is just a good man and he's never too busy for one of our listeners. And, and that's, that's a big store. It's a big store. And he, do, he does a lot of business and he will always drop what we what, what he's doing. And, and you know, when, when you're trying to deal with the GM of a big store, they're busy people. I mean, they're really busy people. And, and yet, you know, it's like Chris Bruner at Park Place Lexus in Dallas. Yeah. No matter what's going on. He stopped to help one of our listeners one time when the president of Lexus was in his office. Oh, my gosh. That's special. CarPro USA. Lease or buy. Call the CarPro. 1-800-926-7777.